Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swalm, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Fen, and I am joined once again by not only a great friend of mine, the CEO of OIT, and also founder of MSP Media Network, Ray Orsini. Ray, how are you doing today? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You're just doing good? I, if I was any better, I'd be a twin. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a triplet, I might believe you. <laughs> you gotta steal your line. I mean, you know, went in Rome, right? When in Rome. Um, for those who are listening or watching and don't know what the MSP Media Network is, what is the MSP Media Network? So uh, I'm a longtime tech TV fan back in the day. Um, the Twit Network, uh, I still watch it to this day. Um, and while regular IT is good for like the general masses, MSP life is very different. Anybody who's worked corporate in MSP knows that MSP life is very, very different. Um, and I wanted to bring a media network geared with shows and content just for MSPs. 100% of it's for MSPs. And just like MSPs are, let's call us like Shrek. We're like onions, right? We're not just about tech. We're about other stuff. We have other important things. Um, and, you know, whether it's eating grubs or, you know, reading books, like our show Bits and Books, hosted by Marty Stockman. Uh, it's the only MSP book club I'm aware of. Uh, or Tech Bar, which we had last night. Um, or... MSP Dispatch for Recover News, uh, I'll be calling it for the MSPs. Um, but the goal is to have a 24-7 network just for content for MSPs. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what prompted your decision to start this other than you know, you're looking, you see gaps, you see you know maybe tech news, but you don't see MSP-specific news. What prompted you so, to start it? There's, uh, there's lots of content out there, right? Brad Go- Bradley Gross has his broadcast, Gone Fishing, uh, Marvin B., as it pod, there's really good podcasts out there. Paco and Rick, right? MSPL plug. There's really good podcasts out there. Um, the problem is discoverability. Unless somebody says, go check this out, or, you know, as vendors, we get to put it out in newsletters to thousands and tens of thousands of MSPs, but still, they're not always looking at those things. And they'll ask, but I've seen a thousand threads, right? As a moderator of our MSP, I've seen it over and over. What podcasts do you listen to? Where do you go to listen? What shows do you listen to? Um, and realistically, in our world, uh, and when I say ours, I mean in the MSP world, some people prefer YouTube. Some people prefer audio podcasts. Some people prefer video. Um, traditionally, nobody wanted to watch. Nobody would watch video in podcast form um, up until recent years. Nowadays, that's the norm. So we're on TikTok. Yes, this is where Slagle and all the security people say, ah, can you, I'll give you TikTok. <laughs> and YouTube Shorts, which is just TikTok six weeks later. Um, and YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn. The idea is to have it everywhere. So MSPs can get it anywhere they want. Um, and I know that with the discoverability problem, I wanted to address it. And this way we're bringing in shows that are not just MMN originals. Um, we're also going to be syndicating other shows so you can have a central point and plus we'll have the Roku channel later next year. Um, you'll have a central point. You can just watch all of the great stuff. That's awesome. Other than the MSP dispatch where you talk about news and things that might impact the industry. Uh, to, can you give the folks an idea of what are some of the things, uh, what are some of the shows, what are some of the regular themes that you touch on? Yeah. So uh, 
So like you said, we have dispatch Tuesdays and Fridays, and then we also at 10 o'clock, and then we also have it uh, shorts going throughout the week with uh, individual stories. Uh, we have the tech bar, which is basically a Johnny Carson late night. Uh, but for MSPs, we don't actually talk tech. We just drink and talk a lot of trash. Uh, you've been on. Uh, yeah, you times. do the drinking and Super Cousin Danny does the trash talking. Yes. That, and it works out. It works out well. Um, and we play some games and have a good time. And we're going to do it again at IT Nation uh, next week um, or the week of the uh, fifth, uh, which we call it. We have Bits and Books with Marty Stockman and MSP Book Club. We have 38 at 38. So Aaron Bolton talking about the 38 jobs he's had in his 38 years of life, and even though he's not 38 anymore, but um, and interviewing guests and how the hell did you get here and all the funny stories along the way. Uh, we have AI Roundup, which is 15 minutes of AI news uh, for MSPs every week. Uh, quick, digestible, just get it in and go. Uh, we have Partner First, where we cover industry leaders, subject matter experts, vendors of note uh, for MSPs who you should be watching. And we just covered Pitch It. Uh, did the last round of, we've been interviewing the contestants all week, all year long, and uh, just did the finalist round in, in preparation for Pitch It at IT Nation Connect. Awesome. Yeah, for those of you listening who don't know what Pitch It is, it's a program run by ConnectWise to select up-and-coming uh, MSP-focused vendors for ConnectWise to create relationships with. Uh, pretty cool stuff, for sure. Um, why do you think there's this gap of, uh, you know, creating, con- anyone can go create content, creating good content that people actually like to um, digest in any way they'd like is difficult. Where do you think this this gap specifically for the MSP space that I've seen comes from? So that's the other half of the of MSP Media Network. Um, the front facing is the content network that we're building for MSPs. On the back of the house, uh, what we're doing is we're providing production services to MSPs and vendors. Um, like you said, anybody can jump on Zoom. Any, anybody can jump on Riverside, Restream, StreamYard. There's a million options out there. It's not unique. Uh, Anchor FM. Anybody can start a podcast. It's modestly complex, but it's not impossible at all, um, especially if you're doing audio only. But it's one thing to get content out. Right now, we're in a content-rich society. Um, you literally can't turn around without getting inundated with pop-up videos or autoplay ads or you know stuff along the side or you're watching videos, right? Um, and some people still prefer long form, right? They'll watch an hour, two-hour show or whatever. Some people prefer quick five-minute or 30-second hits. And so when creating content, you have to keep that all that in mind. It's not easy to just say, I'm going to go t- be a talking head for an hour. Um, you have to have context. You have to have content. You have to know audience. You have to be able to keep them engaged, give them things, you know, some call to action. Why am I going to attend? What am I going to get when I leave? What am I going to walk away with? Um, besides the production value, right? So we're using stage timer right now. That's something I had showed Jamie that we use for all our shows to keep pacing. Um, you know, we create show notes, we create segments, we, um, we workshop thumbnails, we workshop uh, audience outreach and potential guests and why the guests are going to be on. It, there's a lot to consider. It is far more, we're treating it as a media network, far more than just creating a bunch of videos um, and teaching MSPs and the vendors in the space how to do it. Because let's be honest, all of us, myself included, put out a ton of content for MSPs. Not all of it's great. I've, Lord knows I've had plenty of mine that have been swinging a miss. Um, and that takes a lot of experience to learn how to do it right. So we're taking all of our, without exaggeration, I've had, I probably have a couple thousand, uh, events under my belt. Um, we're taking that and I have a group of amazing people working with me and we're bringing that into the space so that vendors and MSPs can succeed alike. And it's all about supporting the community. Community is, uh, one of the first things I recognized when I 
started diving into this industry is how important the community is. And actually, we got started by Michael Riggs, a person, I don't believe we've had him on the podcast, but I'll get him on one day, introduced me to Kyle Spooner, who is somebody we had on this podcast, who was one of the admins at MSP Geek. And then instantaneously, I was thrown into the Discord Slack community, knew which events I should be at, uh, and uh, getting roped into things that I had no idea existed. But it was just all about having people meet each other uh, and be friendly. And uh, we're all in this fight together against the unnamed foe that is hackers. <laughs> so, <laughs> Absolutely. Can be lonely. No, and then suddenly, fast forward, you're with me at two in the morning, closing out a bar, you know, walking the last MSPs out of right of boom, you know, but fun stuff. Watching watching you play chess at four in the morning in the hotel lobby and yelling <laughs> people for not joining. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And winning. And at, winning. at four in the morning. So uh poor Josh. I think I got him twice. Uh but yeah, no, it was um but the community is such a big deal, right? Like I said all the time, our MSP was around when I started my MSP. I started my MSP in two thousand nine. Um our MSP was founded in twenty eleven, I want to say. Uh it predates even MSP Geek by a little bit. Um and even with that said, I didn't know about it when I first started. I didn't know about MSP Geek when I first started. So I was very much figuring it out myself. Now I had the benefit of being a serial entrepreneur. My MSP was my seventh business. Um, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, so I had that benefit on the business side. But on the MSP side, honestly, I was making it up as I went. <laughs> you know, some yeah. stuff worked, some stuff didn't. I didn't have those resources. I didn't find them until like, I want to say 2012, 2013. Um, is when I started realizing communities and I actually changed vendors because they had a stronger community uh, at the time. And I picked a new PSA and RMM platform specifically because of that. Um, and I say now, like I look at MSPs today, you can get any answer for any question you have about your business. I promise you it's been asked and answered at least 20 times on our MSP alone. Yeah. Forget MSP Geek, forget MRU, IT Pool Party, Tech Drive, all the Facebook groups. There's a million resources out there. Uh, you can get yourself. And if I would have done that, it would have taken me a lot less time to get to my first million, for sure, um, on the MSP side. I always tell MSPs, and I'll tell vendors, if uh, if you're ever listening and you're on the vendor side of the house in this industry, go to Reddit and uh, search for the name. If you have a demo or if you have a conversation scheduled with any of your vendors or any prospective vendor, keyword search in r slash MSP, r slash sysadmin, the vendor, and see what people are anonymous, anonymously saying about that that client now or, or that potential relationship. I will say sometimes Reddit brings out the worst in everybody. So yeah. Yeah. take it with a grain of salt. But you know it if can you be see, a dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. But if you see people dogpiling on a vendor because they treated somebody just egregiously, that's probably something it's a piece of information you'd like to have before you end up talking. But that that's really standard fare for anywhere on the internet, right? Like anything you do on the internet you have to take the advice you get or the research you see with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't care if that's Facebook medicine or web and Facebook medicine being anybody's cousin or uncle <laughs> that knows researched a little bit um, or WebMD. It doesn't matter. It's the data still needs to be qualified. Yes. Like you said, being anonymous does invite a certain kind of personality when people are feeling salty. Um, but the data is still there. And at minimum, you can ask the vendor, Okay, but I see complaints about this, this, and this. How are you guys addressing that? How am I not going to have that problem? Yeah. And if it's a good vendor, they'll answer. And you might scare a few BDRs, but you know, at least force them to go get the right answer from the right person. You're right. Uh, advice I always give to, to MSPs, 
whether they're existing partners or potential partners, or they're not even ever going to evaluate us. I always say, make sure you have two things in order. Get your acceptance criteria in order. Know what you want. If you can't tell them what you want, your ven- the vendor is going to tell you what they have. So that's the first thing, and those might not align. The second is ask them about, ask them to be transparent about their own security practices and how, uh, how guarded they're going to be about the relationship they have with you in a world of, you know, super, uh, oversight and third party risk and, you know, the when, not if mentality of breaches occurring. Transparency is uh, lack of transparency is the enemy to progress. And so if you're working yeah. with a vendor, they're not willing to give you the results of a security audit they did or answer a questionnaire with any amount of authenticity. That's a big red flag that you should be looking 100%. the other way. Yep. Yeah. I, um, yeah, my BS meter is always pretty high to begin with. <laughs> so, you know, I'm always looking for stuff like that, but, um, you know, so I, one of the reasons I love community is I had a vendor, I'm not going to name names, but I had a vendor in my space, um, before I decided to start hosting my own voice where we would have issues and they would come back and say, no, it's just you. It's, there's nobody else affected. It's just you. Um, at the time I had a LinkedIn group, uh, with other resellers of the same platform and they would, we check against each other and, you know, we find the BS and call the vendor on their BS. Um, I'm not saying it's always a negative. It's always combative. Um, that's not the point. The point is as a gut check, as getting other information, getting additional data points, um, you're not going to find a better resource than the community. Like that just doesn't exist. And even on the vendor side, we have our own vendor Slack. We do the same thing. We talk to each other and learn from each other. Um, that's one of the things I think MSPs probably have it better than any other industry I've been a part of uh, as far as collaboration and communication and community. Yeah. We, you bring up a really good point that actually I touched on in a previous uh, episode with Alex Farling, and it was Jason Slagle. So for those of you who don't know, Jason Slagle's no uh, stranger to calling out vendors, but also like the redeeming quality is if they do the right thing and the right response, if they're transparent, if they're open, if they're honest, if they ad- admit where their faults lie and then put a path forward to change that, it's like, he'll be the first to say, that's the right thing to do. And I'm very glad you did that. So it's like a, it's not all of a negative thing. The, the core is the transparency. And if you're, you know, I don't, not to quote Gary Vee, he's like, all the internet did was make us realize how bad most people are or how horrible most people are. It's like, it didn't make our lives worse. Yeah. It just opened our eyes right. up to, wow, these people over here are not that great. Um, and uh, that's what transparency is all about. It's just, who are you actually in business with? Who are you enlisting into your tech stack to help defend you and your clients? That's a really important relationship. And every once in a while, if you if you haven't screwed up too much, you'll get a nice testimonial from Slagle on your website that'll say, they haven't pissed me off yet. <laughs> so if uh, anybody doesn't know what I'm referring to, go check out the roost.io page. Um, that is yeah. one of his yeah. testimonials there. So that is the crowning jewel of the MSP industry. It is uh, that review from Jason. <laughs> um, for folks who want to learn more about you, Ray, for folks who want to learn more about MMN, or any of the various shows, where would you suggest they go to find you? Uh, easiest place, youtube.com slash MSP Media Network uh, or mspmedia.tv on the interwebs. Uh, and it's exactly that on uh, all the podcatchers. Uh, just search for MSP Media Network. Um, and if you like the individual shows, you can subscribe to individual or we have roll-ups of video and audio of all our shows or individual video and audio for each of the feeds. So get as much or as little as you want. Um, but we have some for everybody. And if you want a show, Ask me. Let me know. I'm always looking for content and creators. Awesome. For uh, for everyone listening or watching, we'll have links down in the show notes for you. 
uh, so that you can reach out to Ray, you can reach out to MMN, and you know, you could definitely hop in the comments and uh, shoot some fire from the hip from the rafters at Ray himself, if you prefer. So, uh, Ray, thanks so much for joining me today. This was a blast chatting with you. Oh, thank you, dude. I appreciate you. Anytime. For those of you listening and watching, this was Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor. We were joined by Ray Orsini. Yeah, I'm reeling you in. You've been caught. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high-quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.